Okay. I think we're recording. We could always edit this out, being that now I'm an audio editor. You are. You're good now. Um, what's going on? May 28th. Week five of our, uh, of our week, legacy. No, week work. six. Week six, dude. This is uh, a sixth episode. Six? Yes. Oh, that is the sixth episode. God, it goes quickly. Dude, it's, it's season finale. Yeah, it is season finale. And then we start season two next week. <laughs> just just going right into it, buddy. Right into it. I love it. I love these little six-episode seasons. They're awesome. Uh, you know, time is of the essence, man. You know? Arpe diem. Um, but I do want to say, I did go to a, a restaurant today. Oh, my God. Which one? I went, I went to a chain restaurant called Yard House, which is essentially a sports bar. Um, and it was actually quite satisfying. Um, so tell me about the layout, the spacing, where people okay. being responsible. Yeah. Yes. So I have to say that um, Yard House is pretty much empty all the time. So when I walked in, it was like, you know, nothing's really changed except everybody is wearing face masks. So I came to the conclusion that it's like the restaurant experience mixed in with hospital vibe. Okay. So, that, so that's kind of the, the, so everyone has kind of like their medical procedure of face mask on, but at the same time, you're at like a bar. Um, and pretty much everyone that was there were straight bros. No offense to bros. But they were ready, like, with their, like, spring break tank tops, watching a game, want a beer. So I don't know what that means. Like, what does that mean? Like, am I a bro? Is, like, the whole quarantine, like, not friendly for bros? Like, I don't, I don't understand what that means. Well, first of all, I don't think you have to apologize to bros because of the three people listening. None are a bro. I think there's a lot of bros out there, though. This is just you not our demographic. We do know, but none of them are listening to this. I secondly, mean, are, okay, fair. Okay, go on. Um, secondly, at least the sort of hospital meets F and B experience, you know, means it's sanitary. Yes, I do feel somewhat safe. And if you know, if for some reason you know I end up going on cardiac arrest, or you know I have some sort of a like a choking incident. Like in the back of my mind, I think these are like well-trained medical professionals all at the same time as them waiting my table. So like, it's like a win-win. Were they like chicken wing stat and like mixing, you know, terminology? Yes. Yes. It was, it was very, I mean, I don't know if this is like a, a potential themed restaurant, but like a hospital type of bar. I don't know. This could be a multi-million dollar idea, guys. Just saying. For, sec for a second, I thought you were going to say hospice-type concept. That would Ooh, no. not be as fun, no. That, that, no, that, I mean, what, you go to die? <laughs> exactly. You get your, 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 your last, last wish. Your last meal. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's actually an interesting idea, too. Wow, we uh, went to death earlier than usual, <laughs> even for us. Uh, <laughs> But anyhow, it was really ex it was really exciting. My meal was great. Once you're seated, you don't have to wear a face mask. 
So they say. So they. You say. seem happier than than in weeks one through five. Is it because we're ending the season, or just because you feel more integrated in, into like normal society again? Um, no, I had a giant Coca Cola at lunch. Oh boy! So that, so you're gonna like you're gonna start to you're gonna start to dip before the end of the broadcast. <laughs> I'm I'm like a child. I'm like a, you're gonna I'm have, like a Are you gonna have a temper tantrum? I'm like a, I'm like a six year old right now. I'm just like on a sugar rush. So come like thirty minutes, I'm like about to crash and cry. Which oh, is man. pretty much the arc of our our five episodes anyway. Let's be real. Yeah. But more crying than anything really. <laughs> more crying. More crying. Anyways, how how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm sitting in my backyard. Um, and watching the, uh, watching the waves of the bay crash ever so gently against, uh, against my property line. Wow. Way to, way to like flaunt there, but buddy. I wrote that earlier today. Okay. Way to be like, oh, I'm here in my multi-million dollar waterfront property. Watching. Edit that that shit out. (laughs) Watching Little Pump's jet ski gently crash against my dock. By the way, um, uh, speaking of, actually it's not really speaking of him, but uh, Max, uh, who was supposed to be a guest and who we still are waiting on to one day be a guest on this uh, podcast. Yeah, um, never. Was talking about wanting a potluck for his birthday. (laughs) What What was that about? I guess like when you hit a certain age demographic, that's what old people do, potlucks. Well, yeah. You know, I'm his age, so I take offense to that. But So we so am um, I, dude. It's everyone's old. Don't worry. We're in there. We, we're in there. So wait, wait, so should we should we preface uh bachelor should be on any second? Should we should we preface Nah bro, his? he's Haitian. Let's be real. I I have a, I've been practicing my crayon all day. So. Yeah, sac passe. Yeah. Sac passe. Yeah, naboule. Um. Yeah. So batch, which um for I've known that kid for so long, and I have been misspelling his name for that long. So uh, I apologize publicly. I always thought his name was spelled like a bachelor. Well, now that but he's it, an international pop star sensation. Yeah. So uh, heads up, everybody. He has multiple E's in his name. Multiple E's. Um, I don't know. How do you describe bachelor? Um, well, he's, he's sort of a jack of all creative trades. Would that be a fair way to describe him yes i he he's indeed he's a what is he a photographer yeah a fashion designer yeah um i guess a a rapper singer yeah a rapper singer yeah um he's also a pretty seasoned soccer player did you know this he him and i we used to play together oh well there it is and, He's better than I am. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, nice. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, what else? Uh, and he, yeah, he's just like part of the family. Literally. He's, he is, he's definitely part of the family. He's like everyone's little brother. Uh, exactly. 
Um, but yeah, we're, we're really excited that he has decided to uh, waste an hour of his time on, on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. And we went a little bit different, you know, we took a different approach to uh, sourcing our uh, podcast interviewee than we normally did. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that strategy, that stratagem? There was a strategy? <laughs> no, it was like you last night throwing up a post on uh, Instagram. Oh, yes. Which, by the way, I've gotten multiple yeses since, uh, since my last um, update. Tell me. Well, um, I guess you probably don't want to slag or necessarily inflate anyone on this podcast since you are, uh, you know, you're a very politique person. <laughs> Did you just call me politique? What the hell is that? Poli- po- politique. Oh, politique. Okay, got it. I thought you. I thought you were like trying to make fun of my Peloton for for a second. Um, I just got the mirror. I just got the mirror. Oh, how? Speaking yeah. Of, how is that? Is that weird? I've heard weird things. Uh, I, well, I should say I just bought it. I haven't received it yet. Oh, got it, got it, got it. But I'm already having buyer's remorse. Yeah. Why? Why? Why'd you get the mirror? That's so creepy, dude. I uh, I don't know. I, I I felt like I needed to buy something responsibly but defensible. <laughs> okay. Do, uh, elaborate. I don't understand. Like I, you I mean, think- it's like a it's like a like an exercise machine, right? Yeah, there's some plausible deniability there, you know. Uh, uh, so, you know, I can sort of, I can pretend that it's a sensible buy. Well, what if you don't it, use it? Well, yeah, hence the kind of you know, irresponsible part of the you know, equation. Like, I probably won't use it. Um, but then I have 60 days to return it, which ah. I won't do. So really, I'm just deferring my regret like 75 days down the road. Why wouldn't you do that? If it's 60 day return policy. No one ever does that because they make it really difficult to return on. Oh like shit. You have to no. mean, yeah. I have done yeah. that multiple times. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no one returns it ever. And they know that. That's why they give you the 60 day. No, I just admit that I have returned shit. That's yes. different. You're, you're, you know, are you going to, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say you're, um, you're, uh, you're a tiger mom. Yes, that's a very Asian thing to do. Was Kudos. that my uh, was that my my way of you know obliquely not saying something racist by throwing <sighs> the okay. mom in there? I, I totally I, I admit it. Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh wow! What is it? You're like the last Haitian samurai. Yo, yo. We were just talking about how um, how I'm mad Asian, and you just literally pop in with a fucking dojo uniform. He's mad Asian. Yes. Oh, that, facts. <laughs> Ça passe, bachelor. What's going on, sis? Bon après-midi, mon frère. Merci bien, merci bien. Bro, that's fucking French, man. That works in Creole, no? Okay, whatever. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, Cheers. Damn, bro, you even drinking that brown? Mm-hmm. It's it's I'm like nervous. it's. I'm nervous. I gotta get ready. <laughs> um, th- we're recording already. Yeah, bad, bad. You could have showered after your Krav Maga class. <laughs> yeah, bro. What do you, what are you now? A UFC fighter? What's going on? No, no. It just that's some bid. That's some. No. Oh, oh shit! Oh, you know, you know, we were trying to, we were trying to explain all of the multiple layers of what you do, and we forgot fashion designer Ben. No, 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 no. We did, we did, we did say that. Oh, we did say that. Oh, my bad, my bad. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Bachelor, what's up, man? Tell us everything. I'm. We're really excited that you're on our fake podcast. Uh. Nothing much. I mean, I've been I've been in touch with uh, with uh, Benny over quarantine, and uh, it's uh, like I always try to tell him. I've uh, when this thing started, I I just try my best to to stay in control over the things that I can. Uh, uh, and one of the first thing that 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 I started to focus on was my, my personal brand, me as a brand, because like you say, you know, I do different things, photography, videography, fashion, uh, art. Now, now you can include music in it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so at the beginning, I just started to focus on, 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 on my brand to, to not to reinvent my brand, but to, to make my brand more relevant. Uh, and to answer that question to 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 people who don't know because people see me in different fields and then they try to figure out so i i started doing that my friend encouraged me to do a couple of videos interviews talking about myself uh and luckily for me uh one of my very good friends uh, she's an, a Haitian international artist. She was living in France, but she got caught here. And then we, we've we been talking about, like, what can we do to stay creatively ahead of the curve when this whole thing is finished? And then we started working on this project where she had a, a freestyle Friday. And uh, where I shot the videos and I was uh, in the studio with her, like, three, three, three four nights a, a week. and. Uh, Coincidentally, one of my friends, which happened to be a doctor, he's going away for residency and say, yo, Bash, I'm going away and I, I have a couple of music I need to finish. So I link every, I link, came up with my friend and then uh, they made a, a, a music, a, a, a really cool music uh, together. And then it just happened that I was in the studio and then I jumped on it. Uh, but yeah, so in, 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 uh, in, in, if you look at the big picture, that's that's what it is. So over the past three months, I've been basically uh, actively creating, uh, regardless the, the the media, the platform, and uh, and then now I'm looking forward to take the next step ab- about uh, developing my, my 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 brand, my personal brand, which is Big. So the the song, did you guys think it was gonna go viral? 
or you were just like, oh, we're just doing it, and then let's just put it out and see how it works? No, I, I, I didn't think he had any expectation. It was just, uh, like I say, my friend was a doctor. I've, I've worked with him since I was uh, a marketing director at Barry. I did his first music video, like, way back. And uh, so I always ask him, I want to hear new music. And then uh, he was supposed to bring some, some music for me so I can share with, with Niska. Uh, and then he was leaving. He played me that one song. And after 10 seconds, I was like, yeah, I want that song. And then we made the song. It was just like, it was just a vibe. You know, it was one of those nights where we, everybody is feeling the, the melody of the song. He produced the song. And uh, all of a sudden, we, we start sharing ideas. And a couple of days later, we have a song. And then it's, it's just the whole vibe of the song carry out throughout the whole thing because we made a song without... It, it was like the most simple, simplest way to... For me, it was new to me because I had no... I mean, I love music, uh, but I had no uh, experience in what it's like to be in the studio and, and stuff like that. So it was the easiest process whatsoever. And it, 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 it continues all the way through, like me directing the music video. And uh, I guess the energy of the song just carried it. So, so, uh, so Esther, you know how in NPR, when they do these music interviews, they then do like an interstitial where they play the song for like 20 seconds. Should we do that right now? Can, how does that work? I, uh, you mean like, I share, I'm going to share, I'm going to share the screen and I've got the oh. YouTube video queued up and we'll Let's do like do a 20 it. second interstitial. Oh, Ready? Wow, wow. Let's but go. You, but, you, but, but you've, you've disabled attendee screen share. Oh shit! For uh, for opportunities like Save this, that. right? All right. All right. All right. I'm making so, wait, you. So, uh, so, yeah, you're gonna give me. Uh, all right. So uh, this is really compelling radio. Um, you don't hear it. Can you hear it? I think, no, I think you have to have that. <laughs> this is disaster. I will edit this out post-production. Thanks, guys. Okay. So why can't you hear this? Oh, you I know do. why? I think I know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get up sure. my Air AirPods Pro. Oh, here you go. Here you go, baby. There you go. Yo, Batch, you better sing along, bro. I want to hear you on the chorus. I'm going to scroll forward to Batch's part. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. Batch, how, what, how many minutes in seconds? You know, I know you Traffic, know. Right there, right there. You can click right there. You can click right there. Okay. Yeah, Batchy. Yeah. Look at that guy. Wow. No fan. All these fucking games got me feeling insane. In this today, Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Batch. When's the new album getting dropped, bro? Oh, Come Lord. On. 
Yo, yo, come on, man. You're on top of the world. You gotta like milk this. Come on. Stop mouth. Stop mouth. Let, <laughs> let me guess. Who's your manager? Max Pierre. Max Pierre. You already know. My team is set. <laughs> Yo, Bye. let's go, let's go. Let's see the new single. New new single drop with featuring what? Uh, let me guess. Uh, another Zoe. You need another Zoe in the track. No, I'm, I'm actually, actually, I'm, I'm working on something to release my new collection. I'm, I'm releasing it with a song. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Multimedia. Yeah, so it's, it's, the song is called It's, it's Nothing Ventured, Nothing Again. Just like, just like my brand. Tell us yeah. about your brand, because that, that appears all over your, uh, all over your bespoke uh, pieces that you designed. Uh, B.I.D. has been a... <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's, it's my baby, but you know when you have this... Uh, well, I don't have no kids yet, but you know when you have this kid, you're like, ah, you, we know. See, you see so much potential, and then you just like try to find a way to get, to get the, that child to get so that's 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 where i'm at with it uh, uh you all knew about my pop-up that i did uh like the last three three months of last year uh in the design district this went really well and then i translate the year by moving to a new spot in winwood the shop in pop-up shops and then uh it, it was doing so well to a point where they're like you know what, we're ready for a summer collection. And then the whole thing happened with the corona and then everything uh, everything stopped. And now I'm just looking forward for my a new collection. Uh, a, and I've been trying to like focus all my attention about uh, make, make the business be more online oriented. Uh, and also about taking it uh, to a bigger, bigger scale uh, uh less 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 produce produce less less quantity but with like more more of the thing that i produce so so to make it available to everybody so that's the next step uh, so, le so less less use less in fact but, but exactly. more more yeah so, Batch, I was telling, you know, I've known you for, fuck, bro. I know you for way too long. 2010. 2010? Was that AE District 2010? 2010. And um, one of the fondest memories that I have in, in, is, um, is uh, you know, you just came out of nowhere. And as a joke, you were like, oh, that's my little brother, Max, was because you guys had the same last name. But then for the longest time, I was like, oh, they're related. But that was a lie. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. But um, immediately, I was like, yo, this is a good kid. Because I remember Max being like, yo, Batch, I need you to go out and run and get some toilet paper right now. <laughs> and like you were like, absolutely, I'm right there, I'm on it. And you just like dipped. And I was like, like A, you're not even paying this kid. Like B, like you're like bossing him around and he's just so happy to be there and be like, yo, I'm going to get toilet paper. And it was just like, I was like, where'd you find this kid? And you have kept consistent with that energy from the get. And I wanted to ask you, how, 
is that because you were like raised that way or was like how do you like uh, why are you so like positive nice, <laughs> nice and positive <laughs> well it, 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 i mean it has a lot to do with like the way the way i was raised as a kid a so so my mom when my mom was coming here to the state i was around nine ten years old and then and then my mom had a chance to come with me to the state because you know the way the uh, paper was set up she could she could bring me uh, you know and because she, i'm the only child and then my uncle like i was raised with my three uncles like one was a one was a priest one was a, a a professor, a college professor, and the, the third one was a cop. There sounds was like, like a sounds like a great joke uh, setup, by the way. I know, but there was like absolutely not. Like you, you were like a you were a young woman moving to a new country. You're not moving with a young man. That's that's not a good setup for you. So I I grew up being like you know with these three dudes. I had no other choice than to like follow the line, and then. Long story short, Esther, uh, when you met me that year was that year that after I graduated in 2009 and then I went to Haiti for a month because I didn't know what I wanted to do uh, with my life. So that was the year that the earthquake happened. And then during the earthquake, when the earthquake was happening, I was at the airport and I almost died. And uh, be I remember before the earthquake, I always used to like, Say, I have time, you know, I'm going to have time and make excuses for the things that I wanted to do in life. Uh, but, but ever since then, when I came back, it took me a couple of, uh, a couple of, uh, a couple of months to get back on my feet and then to get over that, 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 the tragedy. And then I was like, you know what, man? And throughout college, I've always known that I wanted to create a brand because I, I stumbled upon that brand that that quote nothing venture nothing again and i'm like you know what if if there's if there's a, a model that i want to live by that that should be it that's it but i i make all these excuses you know i'm not ready this and that and then uh when i came back from the earthquake it, it completely changed me as a person i look at life in a different uh perspective and it's it's uh I start to believe in, in the energy that you give out is the is the energy that you get and get back in return. And uh, regardless of what we do and what's going on in life, life is short. <laughs> life is so short, and it's just like uh, you better make the most of it with the people around you, with what you do. That's why I always tell you I can never do something that I don't love in life because it's gonna make me miserable. And then I cannot. I'm not the kind of person that's gonna stay in misery because there's so much in life that. I want to give there's so much i want to create there's so much that i want to gain from the people around me so it's 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 that same energy i kept that same energy throughout <laughs> throughout, throughout this whole year since 2010 basically wow i didn't realize you know it's so funny you've known someone for so long mm -hmm. i didn't know that you were in haiti during the earthquake right i didn't yeah. know that at all yeah yeah i i i I had a hard time when it first happened to talk about it because I always, until like, I think six or seven years later, because I always felt some kind of, some type of guilt because when I was in Haiti, 
the earthquake happened, I never, I didn't get over the fact that I was in such a crisis. Me, me and my family, we, we, I was, we, I was afraid to go out with everything that I saw to go out and help. I had a camera. I, I was afraid to go and take pictures because I just didn't know how to cope with it at the time. And then, so when I get when I got back to the state, and then people would like ask me and interview me, and I'll see pictures, and I would question myself and feel some type of guilt, like, yo, like what the fuck, like why didn't you do anything? You had a chance to do anything, to do something. You had a chance to to make a difference, but I was like, I didn't know how to cope with it. And, and that's why I always held back from telling the story. And until like, I got to a point where I got comfortable with it and say, listen, like, this is what it was. And I, there's nothing I can change, but at least I, I, I acknowledge that, you know, that, uh, that if I had to do it, if, if I had to go through it again, I'll do, I'll do, I'll completely do things different, but not to be so harsh myself, you know? Hmm. Yeah. So what, what, it's amazing, the, you know, like the human spirit, you can go through something that traumatic and for some people it turn, it pivots their life in a, uh, in a, in a, in a negative direction for others it you know, it uh, reinforces you know, they're probably the way they already were. And for you, it sounds like it's the latter because to, to echo Esther's point, I don't know many people in life that are as positive and seemingly happy as, as you are. But again, uh, you always wonder, right? Because there's always the, sometimes the people that smile the most are the ones that are going through the most. Of so, course, of course, of course. And it, it's something that, yeah, it's it's at the end of the day, it's a choice. Like you say, I'm the only child, and you know, I I, I was such an introvert growing up because I, it is what it was, what it was. But uh, as I got to to know myself and to go to different experience, I, I learned how to how to move around it and 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 be comfortable with the person that I am, you know, even though like I'm the most, you know, like I don't ask for help. Like I don't, if, if you're not like, if, if I don't feel like I'm in that, that circle where that trust is, is there, I will never, but it's, it's, it's part of it. It's, uh, it's part of, you know, it's like a double, double edged sword, you know, it comes with the territory. I think you're also a mirror in a way because, you know, there's some people in your life that when you're interacting with them, you can kind of see by the way they react, what energy you're giving out. And, and what I notice with you is that when I'm in a good place and I interact with you, it reinforces that I'm in a good place because you then you're a conduit for that energy. But I also realize sometimes when I'm in a bad place, I interact with you. It's very clear to me that I'm not in a great place because that yeah. energy bounces back, back to me. 
You're, you're not the first person to say that to me. Well, that's because you're an empath, Batch. A what? An empath. Uh, what, what does that mean? English is my third language. Um, it means that you're, um, you have empathy. So you tend to be very influenced by other people's you know, energies yeah. or feelings or emotions. So you kind of, you have a lot of that kind of deep compassion, you know? Definitely, definitely. definitely. Uh, I came from a family, family of givers. And it's like, it's, it's, there's one thing that, that uh, my family has always taught me is, is the value of, of giving. It's to give without expecting anything. That's, that's what a true giver is. And then it's regardless of what you're doing. If you, if like, like you get that example of like me, when you first met me at Max, it was like, like, hey, I'm all in and I'm excited to be all in. My mom always used to tell me, Lila, it's like, son, I don't care if like, if someone asks you to like mop the floor, like you better act like this is the best job ever. And you better be, have a smile and you better like, if someone asks you to like, wash like wash your car you better have a smile doing it because at this moment that's what matters and and it's you can you doing it you're making a difference it might not be as big as you think it is but you're making a difference and that's that's why i you know that's why my, i want my brain to be all about but what if someone takes advantage of it i mean of course, I've been I've been to this road before, and I think like a, as a young man, a young professional, and as a young artist, we still all of this in that same bubble. I'm still in that journey of trying to figure it out, trying to like uh, learn, and 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 I'm still a student. Uh, it's uh, it's it happened many times, uh, but all of this thing at the end of the day, shaped me into being, at the end, a, a, a better person, a better professional, uh, you know, where in the past I would approach something going with, I'm, I'm so naive about uh, a subject or a, a situation. Now, I'll, instead of being going at it naive, I still can go with a smile, but take a step back and approach it in a different perspective and ask, ask people that are close to me, what do they think? Uh, what, what, this, what do they think? What their perspectives are? And I feel, I feel like it's part of me growing because back in the days, I wouldn't ask. I would be in my own bubble and, and go to the, not the failure, but the experience. Uh, and then, and then, and then deal with it on my own, but now I don't have to do that anymore. Well, I mean, I'm just so excited for whatever this is. <laughs> it's long overdue, you know? Me too, I'm, I'm excited. And I, I, I keep telling Ben and Max and all, all close to me that I feel like over my journey, over the past, six months or so i've been plant, plant planting so many seeds like solid seeds you know and it's i'm like 
I'm, I'm excited to see what, uh, what, uh, what tomorrow has for me. And, but at the end of the day, sis, you're like, it's, it took me a while to figure out my, my calling. And then that's why when before the, 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 this whole thing happened, I thought, I sat down with my friend who runs an agency. He told me, listen, you need to put everything that you do and then put them under one microscope because you do a lot. So he's like, you need to create a website, a personal website. It's, it's kind of like a creative director website where you put all your layers of everything that you do. Uh, and then you need to like, you the brand first. Like you should be, you, you are your own brand. So everything else should be associated with the person you are, your character, your personality, like your, your, your energy and everything you bring to the table and associate that with like your, your photography, your, your, your fashion, your, your, your editing. Now you can include music in it. At the end of the day, I found out, like I found my purpose in this life. I just, I just love to create. That's it. And then if it makes an impact and I know it does, but, if it makes an impact, it's, it's great. But at the end of the day, it's, it's fulfilling. So what, what pisses you off? Mm. Like every other artist, it's timing. A, you know, especially when you're a perfectionist, you always feel like, because you, you have, you have, done the dirty work, you have done this, you have done that, you should be so much ahead. But it's, uh, time can be so, uh, something that is frustrating. A, like, like, like Esther mentioned, me in the past being naive because just because you go into a situation with a, with a good heart and an open mind and with every single positive intention doesn't mean that's going to be the turnout of that situation. And uh, what, what else pisses me out? Okay. So who, a variation on that question, who pisses you off and uh, we need you to name names. <laughs> that is a, you're a troublemaker, man. Hey, who pisses me Don't off? Don't say me, bachelor. No, besides Esther, besides Esther, who pisses you off? This don't piss me off, except the time where I have to go to like so many layers to reach out to her. <laughs> but uh, who pisses me off? You know, I, I don't want to sound so political, Ben. Like, I don't allow myself, I don't allow a lot of people to piss me off because hey, I, learned, I learned that, that when you allow that that kind of energy it's it's like you're playing a, fo- a football game and when you allow that kind of energy it's like you're losing 2-0 already it's only like 30 minutes into the half right so but i have, situation, I have situation that 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 in the past that that's pissed me off and and think think and i always if you look at my logo there's there's like this this guy it looked like uh, some kind of mock. And then 
because I, I always relate myself as a student. And in this life, there's, every day I learn something new. So all of the situations that piss me off, like I, I think I got the best out of them and I'm here. Like if, if I, I, I wouldn't say like, if I was in the same situation I was last year, if I would say, if you were asking me like around this time last year, yo Bash, like you're gonna be, make a song, you're gonna be directing this crazy video. It's gonna be like almost like 100,000 views on YouTube. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, me making the music? Nah. But it, that whatever situation happened led me to this, and I'm, I'm thankful for it. You know, regardless if, you, if it pissed me off, if it set me back, I'm, I'm thankful for it. Astro, I think you should be doing you, Astro, you need some soul searching <laughs> because of all the people in the world that, that one of the nicest people I know it could be pissed off at you are the only one he's pissed off at <laughs> honestly though if anyone is going to be pissed off at me it should be bachelor <laughs> it's it's you you're my sister so you're my sister so you remember the first time i met your daughter i said i'm your uncle <laughs> the the crazy part is is she was like okay <laughs> it's believable um so wait so what what's the goal man what do you see yourself in 10 years what do you see are you gonna be like puff daddy oh lord nah man the goal the goal sis i just i just want i just want to create i just want to impact and i'm not talking about like i want to impact the world but i i just wanna like i've i've been I've been like a firm believer that like there's enough space for everybody to to shine, and I'm a strong believer of that. And I wouldn't I wouldn't allow myself to look in the mirror to see me shining while there's like I know there's like a line of of kids like me that 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 has the same potential even more, and then add the have the 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 key to open doors for them and I don't do that. So that's that's my goal man. It's it's like to keep creating and 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 hopefully that 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 doing that will impact whoever's next or whoever's is in front of me. Uh that's the goal man. Like the goal is is to be like it's 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 uh it's to be happy doing what what i love and whatever comes comes along with it is is a plus for me you know it's a uh the blessing with, with the, the the amazing people that 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 i've met along the way that's been supporting me non-stop the the blessing of 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 my journey of of the the ups and downs the the blessing of learning shit on my own you know of the blessing of like you know no Asian kid can go to their parents and say, uh, yeah, I'm quitting architecture school. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to play football because that was my dream. I always wanted to play football in college. And then after college, I'm like, eh, I don't know what I want to do. I guess I'm just going to uh, figure this shit out. Uh, I want to do fashion. I want to do, eh, I want to do fashion. I, I want to edit. I want to, I want to paint. Like, and, 
bless my mom because she's always been so supportive. I, I never remember a day where my mom, I told my mom that I wanna, I wanna do something. She'll stop me and she'll like, she'll tell me, oh, do you think this is the right move? But she'll never like doubt my my cap- capability from doing it. And uh, even she didn't, she didn't even know the music, like <laughs> the the music part, because I, 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 you know, a. When she finally sees, saw the video, she's like, lucky man, lucky man, lucky man. She's like, she's like, now you can tell me shit because when you was a kid, I bought a, a piano for you. I put you in piano lesson, but you skip all the time to go play soccer. So now you realize, she's like, you see, I had a vision even back then. I was like, okay, mom, not everything is about you. <laughs> So do you, so do you think do you think what do you think will make her more proud in the in the end is it uh, is it sort of your creative pursuits or is it being on this podcast? Oh, that's a that's a I'll take both. I don't have to choose. <laughs> I'll take both. You both you both are people that I love and I know for a very long time. And then uh, there's never a due moment with you guys. Uh, so and then for for what I have in the future, whatever it is, I know you guys are gonna be part of it. You're gonna be there to celebrate with me. So it's both. Now we we uh, I, I probably speak for Esther as well, which is that you know the cool thing about you know about Miami and a lot of people talk shit about it, but once you have your little supportive circle, interesting, yeah. creative, cool people, you know, like we 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 you know. I don't know how I'm in that pot, but uh, but I, I seem to have a lot of friends that meet all of those characteristics, and I'm you know that's who I love to surround myself with. And so, um, yeah, I think we really do support each other, and it'll be fun to see us all collectively grow and give birth to really amazing things. And and you know, you're 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 a firm part of that, and it's awesome to see all the all the new things you're doing. That's for sure. I appreciate. Yeah. It. Also, shout out to Bachelor's mom. She literally is the nicest person ever. I mean, she's got to be. I don't think I've met her, but uh, I've I've eaten some of her cooking though. Yeah. Yes, that too. That too. The real G. You have good genes. She's a real G. Um, what have you been doing during the quarantine? Besides music. Yeah, how how you been? Like, has this like affected you? Are you like, I mean, besides you being an internet YouTube star now? Oh Lord, nah, easy, Tiger. Of course, of course, it's because one of my one of my income was uh, my main income was uh, uh, well, my clothes selling at the pop up, but also me having different clients doing like. Uh, either marketing work or shooting content you know and then since it stopped it's i mean it's been hard uh but thank goodness for good friends because uh, my best friend they you know they they know what it is that's what it is when you have good people in your corner they they already know what it is it's like it's it's you you don't have to to ask for anything or you don't have to like say anything. So they all, they, they understood. And, 
And that's, that's, that's what I was saying. That's also a big part of me trying to stay focused on the thing that I can control. Because I know a lot of people who goes into like depression because they have to think about like, where they're gonna eat, where they're gonna stay, and then the bills are piling up. And then, uh, it, it was rough, but like me, I knew what, what can I control? I can, I can invest my time wisely into my brand. I can invest my time wisely into like getting better at everything. At creating, a, I will do three, four photo shoots a week just because I wanna be, I want my photography to, to be better. A, just the little thing that I can control, like you know, I find my my I find a piece of my into cooking and into into painting at night. Uh, I try drinking less because I didn't, I didn't want to go into. <laughs> a, yeah, so it's been for me. It's been very. I would say it's been very productive, regardless of the challenge. You know, I, I I went into this thing not knowing how, like, what the what the plan, and I came out with. I came out with uh, not only working on my branding, I developed another brand that I partnered with with some other guys. And then not only now it's it's I'm focusing on my brand. I don't think there's a lot of people can say that. And I've done that with zero dollars. Is it just me or am I picking up on some uh noise in the background there? No, it's Bachelor like fiddling around with crap on his desk. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, that was me. That was me. That was my, my yeah. He's designing do clothes that. as we speak. He's multitasking. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. We can uh, edit that out. Um, so what, um, so what, what advice would you have for people right now that are struggling? You know, you, we just talked about depression and all that. Well, what advice do you have for people struggling right now, given some of the struggles you've gone through in your life uh, and, and to get here to where you are now? Uh, well, well f the first advice is always like... And, and by the way, don't feel any pressure because there's only two people listening. But for those two people, what advice would you have? Uh, well, one of the most important things is always trying to like, find out what works for you. That's, a, that's so important. You know, because uh, this thing is like, it's not a competition. I don't, I don't need to like follow what Ben is doing or what Esther is doing because it's working for them. I need to follow what's working for Bash and what Bash is comfortable doing. And then this is one thing that I've learned and I had to accept it. Uh, and it, for me, it's, it's so easy. It's like whatever challenge or whatever situation I'm going through, once I face it and once I accept the challenge, I'm comfortable with whatever comes out, out of it. It's, it's a matter of like, okay, so I'm going to go through the process. My advice would be just be comfortable with, with, with whatever you're facing and, and accept it. And then the next thing is what, what's been working for me after I, I realized that I accept what I was going through. My thing was like, how can I focus on 
making sure that I'm being productive with with the things that I can control, with the things that I have the power to control. Like I cannot control when when a client's gonna send me another check because this is out of my power, but I can control what I do creatively to make myself better so I can make that check bigger the next time. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's whatever works for you, I guess. I don't see myself as a big guru giving people advice and shit. Thank God. <laughs> I'm the worst at giving advice. Only God can give good advice. I know. Oh wait, are you gonna? So we should go into lightning round. Oh man, on that—that's a good segue. Do you know? Oh, do you know about our lightning round batch? No, I don't. What is that? Where I ask a bunch of random questions and you have to quickly answer them quickly, very quickly, you and Ben. Okay. Seriously? Very quickly, guys. Okay. Okay, you guys ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. What's your favorite season and why? Back. Four. Huh? Four. Oh. Why? Because I like layers. <laughs> <laughs> That's super deep. Super deep. Um, ben? Uh, I'm going to have to go a different direction and say autumn. <laughs> Why? Because of layers too? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, prob- probably. In fashion. Um, okay, fashion. Yeah, fashion, yes. Um, okay, what's your favorite time of day? Mm, the golden hour. Which is what? Tw- is that twilight? Or? Oh, yeah. It's like six, like sunset. Okay. It's a nice one. Uh-huh. And? Thursday at 4 p.m. <laughs> Who is your favorite athlete, Batch? Uh, Lionel Messi. Oh, of course. Of course. Soccer. No explanation. No explanation. Uh, I got I to go with Usain Bolt. Oh, wow. that's a good one. Wow. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's... All right. Who's your celebrity crush? Mmm. God damn, Gina. Hey. <laughs> hey. God damn. You got so many. I have a, I have a lot. Okay, hey. fine. Give me top three. Top three. Top three? Yes. Alex Jorensen. Oh, she can whoop my ass any day. Who? Is that? Black Widow. Scarlett oh. Jorensen. Garlic, oh, Scarjo, Scarjo, okay. Scarjo, yeah, Scarjo, Scarjo. Who else were like, damn. Uh, I like Riri, I can, I, I can, I can lie. Yeah, Rihanna's like okay, yeah. yeah. And then I like the supermodel, and her name is Melody Monrose. Yeah, she can have my baby all day. <laughs> <laughs> Your axe. It's a lightning round. Okay, Ben. Uh, 
I think number one is Rachel Weiss. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, historically, I would say Raquel Welch. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, if I have to offer up a third, I guess I'll go with, um, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, 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 Eva Mendez. Oh, yes. That's oh, a good one. Solid. Oh, yes. Solid. Okay. What was the worst thing you did as a kid? Hmm. Oh, snap. Uh, oh, funny story. So as a kid, my mom, like, they pay piano lesson for me during right. the summer. So my uncle is so smart. So when I will go to the piano lesson, when I get back to the house, he, whatever I learn, I have to teach him what I learned. So that one time, so I've been skipping piano lesson. Every time I go, I say I'm sick, but I pack my, my soccer shoes and my soccer gear to go play tournament in the streets in Haiti. And then one time, I play a final, I scored two goals in the final, and then both, two of my uncles, they were like watching the final. And then they, they watched me score two goals. And then when I got home, they asked me, where were you? I said, piano lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yo, they whooped my ass, bro. They, they, yo. They give me, you know the cord, you know the cord, like, you know this cord? They whoop me with this thing. Oh, switch cord, yeah, switch cord. That's what uh, Adrian Peterson yeah, got in trouble for. A hundred, hundred times. I couldn't sleep for like a, a week, a hundred times. <laughs> and then Even when that, you scored the winning goals? Yeah, but I lied. After that, they give me, they give me a hundred bucks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Talk about risk reward. I know. <laughs> That is some Haitian shit, boy. God damn. Jeez. Mm. Uh, well, my story seems pretty weak compared to that. <laughs> my sister, when I was three, and she was six. I don't know why we were on buses together alone, um, but she would make me go up to old people and swear at them in Danish. Like, so I'd go up to like a senior and say, fuck you, you piece of shit in Danish, but I didn't know what it meant. My sister would just whisper in my ear to say these words, and then I would say that to old people. Oh, wow. Oh my God, that's evil. God bless your soul, yeah. Ben. My sister don't fuck around. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to Ben's sister. Yeah. Um, okay. Bullet, bullet. <laughs> <laughs> if you could be anywhere else right now, where would it be? Hmm. Uh, I wouldn't mind being. Uh, uh, I wouldn't mind being by uh, at the beach in Barcelona right now. Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Seychelles. Seychelles. What? Seychelles. Where's that? At the Seychelles, it's like a, uh, it's in, in uh, I think this is in Africa, right? Yeah. Oh. It's a group of islands. It's supposed to be beautiful. Wow. Where would you be, Esther? Oh, wow. You know, I want to, uh, 
Alaska. Oh, wow. Okay, Miss Extreme. Yeah, I just want to be in like a mountain. I want to be like surrounded by nature where you're just like, holy shit. Mm. My life is insignificant. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're like, not enough darkness. Not enough darkness today. Okay, well, sunshine. This this next question is going to get real dark. Okay, you ready? Go on. Yeah, go on. If you could ask President Trump one question, what would it be? Oh. Wow. Lightning round. (laughs) I mean, actually, I have a good one. I'd be like, who hurt you, man? Ooh. Because he has, to come from, he has to come from somewhere. It, it really does. Man, that's good. That's a good one. I, I, don't, yeah. I, can't, I can't offer anything that's better than that. That's, that's the perfect question. Yeah. Mm. I wonder how he would respond, though, just knowing Ooh. who he is. The, the man is incapable of answering anything. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> He's incapable of answering anything. But but if 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 I feel if 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 he has the 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 power within himself to look in the mirror and and, and ask himself that question and and is can is able to answer that question, uh, that that will tell you a lot about him. True. It's a good he'll one. Probably say, uh, uh, he'll probably say Ivana in the divorce. <laughs> oh, the divorce? Well, no, Ivanka's his daughter, but Ivana was the, the mother that took him for like... Uh, oh, years. yeah. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't go as deep as you're, as you're trying to go with that. He would just think about something financial. <laughs> Um, if you could time travel, where would you go? Oh wow! Uh, because of my my architecture background, I've always been so intrigued with uh, with the the Greek architect architecture, and it's uh, uh, some of these buildings, some of these. Uh, some of these buildings for me when I visit it's so intriguing to me. I I would love to go back and 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 witness that. Mm. Pretty cool. Ben. You're on mute, dude. Sorry. I'll go back to nineteen fifteen and I would go to a bakery. Uh, where a guy called Serge, Serge, Serge Princip walked in and I would strike up a conversation to prevent him from going outside and shooting Archduke Ferdinand, hence starting World War I. That's what I was going to say. I, I was going to say, I don't want to lose you, Benny. You're going back to the World War. <laughs> no, because I was reading about this, like, I know it sounds random. I was reading about this earlier today. I was reading this book about 
human progress and why it's an illusion, right? And one of the examples that we're, we're talking about was just the fatalism of it all and how World War I and basically the whole world, you know, dramatically changed as a result of World War I. Who's to say for the better or for the worse? Probably both. Um, but it was so fundamentally affected by that one event, right? Mm -hmm. In motion, the balance of power, or, you know, coalitions and starting to, you know, fight. Um, and that it was all because the guy had tried to blow up the Archduke Ferdinand earlier that day. That had gotten foiled. And then he went to a bakery and it just happened that Archduke Ferdinand's carriage broke down right in front of the bakery. And he's like, wow. oh, shit, there's Archduke Ferdinand. And he walks out and then shoots Archduke Ferdinand in the head, hence precipitating the start of World War One. I don't know if it would have made the world better, but at least it would have been interesting to see how the world had, would have been different. Interesting. Some deep wow, stuff. That's, that's very specific. What was that show where the guy time traveled? Oh, like, Quantum oh, Leap. Yes. Such a good show. That was like that was just like a straight up Quantum Leap episode, Ben. Scott Bakula. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. Damn. That was like around the same time it was Quantum Leap and MacGyver. Those are like the competing back-to-back -back shows. MacGyver. Wow. Yeah. All right. Last question. What accomplishment are you most proud of? Why is this podcast? <laughs> besides this. Besides this. Mm. You have so many. You can list one. Just one. One BID. Okay. Yeah, when, when, well, it, it did it for me when, when, uh, when, when, well, yeah, when, when, when I saw, when I saw my clothes in the Bad Boys movie, like, that's when I know, like, I, I was doing something Nice. Good. Yeah. So, so, yeah, this, yeah, because it's, it's one of those things that, it's gonna last forever. Like nobody can take that away from me, you know. It's mm. a pretty good one. Can you beat that, I, Ben? Uh, I was gonna say not the part, but I would say, you know, uh, managing a life where clinical depression has consistently <laughs> been there, and and creating a successful life, notwithstanding my battles with it. Hmm. Mm. So essentially, essentially living, living is your living living through through the the, the roller coaster. Yo, living is hard, guys. Yeah, facts. Living is underrated. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we all know living. Living. The thing is, life is very simple, but living is is hard. Living is underrated. I think that's a really good way to end this podcast. <laughs> Life is simple, but living is complicated. Very much so. Esther, what about you? Just you, you got to answer that question. Oh, having a kid. Um, yeah, I know it's a little bit of a cliche, but that. Your, your what can I say? She's a dope kid, man. She's, she's a cool kid. What can I say? Today she uh, posted on her social media 
um, like a really interesting tribute in our very teen way of the, you know, George Floyd and um, Ahmad Arbery and like, you know, and she was just like, like, it, and it like kind of gave me a very like deep sense of like hope, like, oh, like this has affected her as well, but in a different manner, you know, as, as a young child, like seeing what as adults, like how we process this type of violence and then how she's processing it, but it's all, we're all kind of on the same page, you know, like it was really, she has her own version of activism that's different from my version of activism. And that really, um, that was really cool. But what, what's a, what's a, okay. When, when these things keep happening, what's, what's a, what's a right activism toward this thing? Because I'm not the kind of person that I'm going to post things and, you know, I have a discussion with, with friends when we're around each other, especially my best friend, like he's a cop. So it, it like, like I have this conversation with him where it's just like, I don't see him as a cop, but I see him as like, you know, he's my best friend. So I know the person first before I know the cop. But so what's the, it, it, what's the right kind of activism? Like, is it the repose, the, the, like the, the Twitter finger? Is that, is that, is that, I, because I, I really don't feel this is to move forward. That's, that's what it takes. I mean, don't get well, me wrong. I don't know if it's impactful or not. I think these are, I, I think small gestures add up to big things, right? So having the repost, exposing these untruths, these like, you know, videos, that's how, that's how what happened with Ahmad got such, you know, there are ways of seeing justice by using media, video, yeah. social media, right? But ultimately what's happening is, um, you know, I like, it really affected me when I saw all the rioting that was happening at Target in Minneapolis, you know, like the, like the looting. And yeah, yeah, it also yeah, yeah. like, it also like brought me back to when I came to this country, you know, the LA riots was like top of mind and like seeing like, seeing like, you know, my people, my, you know, like just their entire like livelihood being like looted, burned. And, you know, and for me, it's like, you can't like the saying goes like if you're fighting for peace you're still fighting mm -hmm. like how are we how are we supposed to try to be peaceful through violence yeah you know it's it's like a, it's like a it's like a end-all rat race like we're constantly like in this circle and we're not breaking the pattern so that's how that's you what know that's why i feel so you looting Target, it's all good. Like, go for it. But you think that's going to end systemic racism? <laughs> no, it doesn't do anything. It's just like, yeah, you're venting, you're angry. I get it. Frustration. But at the end of the day, that's not really going to help the cause. Because then it just shows that these people are barbarians or savage. You know, look at them like, you know, looting. This is what they do. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, we've seen this play out before. So many um, times. Yeah. So many times. Anywho. Is ben last words? What's that? I thought you were on mute again, Benny. No, I was just I was just listening, thinking about it. And I think 
nonviolent resistance is a very, very difficult path to consistently uh, stay on because of the, you know, especially when history keeps repeating itself, um, it's understandable that, that, that at some, you know, that it leads at some point to an eruption. Um, and it's very easy to, 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 to understand where that comes from. But I agree in the end, Esther, that's not, it's not what gets you there. Mm -hmm. no. And I, it's yeah. something I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out because it's because at the end of the day we don't have the answer to it. But it, I'm still trying to figure it out. But I always I always say you know it's uh, even even with the whole coronavirus, like think situation and 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 uh, crisis hit you different when they hit close to home. You see what I'm saying? When they hit close to home, you 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 you're a different beast. You cannot be the same person. Like I can be in the comfort of my home, texting and and posting. It's 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 not my brother or my cousin or my uncle. But can you imagine? Can you imagine? Okay, both of you guys know me, and all of a sudden you see me on TV, and I'm getting killed by a police officer, knowing the person that I am. That's gonna hit so different. You see what I'm saying? And then I feel like at the end of the day, that's, uh, this is what we all try to figure out. Like, how do we, how do we get, how do we find, oh, uh, no, I guess nobody knows. Yeah, that's hard because, you know, that's, it's like asking the questions of like, why me? Yeah. You know, and it's, 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 you, you can't answer that. No, definitely not. It's also when we get into these narratives about how good the per you know, it's like the burden now, it, it, it seems to me is that we're trying to prove how the person who got killed uh, by the state effectively was such a nice person. Right? So now the narrative is, and I understand that, it's for us to relate to how outrageous this is, but then it almost, then you create the narrative that well, if you're not as nice on paper or not as, sp as spotless on paper, then somehow it validates it more, which yeah. is another perverse outcome of this type of humanization. Because then it means that the people that perhaps have blemishes on, you know, in their lives or an arrest somehow are not quite as human, therefore not quite as deserving, not getting killed for something that's, you know, at worst, a minor infraction, you know, best at minor infraction, um, but at worst, nothing, jogging or something else. Yeah. Well, it's been, it's been fun, guys. Thank you so much for blessing me with this, uh, with the chance to be on this awesome podcast. You're like, and with that, thank you, guys. We've never had a guest actually <laughs> wrap it up for us. You're like, this is getting way too deep. This is getting way too deep right now. I gotta go. It's time, it's time to season one wrap it up. Uh, and that was, we have jumped the shark, I think. That's, that's um, but Batch, we're all, all we can say is we're so proud of you, man. That you know, I, I really hope that you do more viral videos. You know, I want, I want you to, you know, be big in Japan. Oh, wow. 
so we could we could say yo i know that kid i know that kid nice. um but yeah so this was fun and hopefully yo we'll see each other in real life for shizzle <laughs> bullet 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 okay <laughs> we out peace Bye, guys love you guys